All right, here we go. Welcome to the Woodward's Filmcast with Mitch Abba and Colin Ward. Let's go and make the greatest movie ever! Yeah! All right, camera! What the hell is going on? What a piece of junk! That's really not the case here. This is a great script. Look, here's the mic. Now you talk, toys. Here's your host, Kale Davidoff. Back in action, back in the sauna, it's hot outside, we're back up, we're on the second floor of my house and it's steaming hot. The, the players are the same, but the, the game has changed a bit. We have, well, look, look at this, knowing you guys can't see it, but you might be able to hear the difference. We're going through an actual mixer this time, which is amazing. This, this is a step in our, in our podcast direction of quality and uh, legitimacy. Yeah, you can hear the professionalism you can. Just, like, right away. Right, but that's more in my voice than anything. But um, <laughs> Hey, how are you guys? This is so exciting. I'm, I'm, I am actually genuinely happy. It's been about a month, which we didn't think it was going to be that long. We thought we'd have a little break, but um, I'm glad to be back. Uh, what, dude, let's, introductions are in order. If you've never heard the show, this is the Woodward's Filmcast, your Detroit podcast for film, TV, news, and discussion. Uh, my name is Kale Davidoff. I'm here as I am every week with my friends. Mitch Haba. And... Colin Ward. Me, Colin, Mitch, we get together every week and we uh, we watch a movie and then we come here and discuss it. We also talk about some movie and TV headlines and then we give some recommendations at the end of the show for things that we are watching on demand. Um, but first, how are you guys? What are you guys, you guys doing? You guys have seen a bunch of movies probably. I, I only saw Ghostbusters, which is the film that we are uh, discussing this week. Uh-huh. Um, Colin, how have you been? What have you been I, watching? Uh, yeah, I I saw Ghostbusters. Obviously, I saw Star Trek, and I saw the BFG. That nice. Was, that was it. Mm. That's great. Yeah, I don't. Know, with the hot weather, it's I like I want to go to the theater to get out of the hot weather, but I'm also like, it's so nice out. Yeah, like, I, I feel like, to like be it's weird. It's hot. Yeah. yeah, I don't know, Mitch. So. What about? Did you find uh, escape in movie theaters? Yeah, uh, just this past week though, um, I did see Don't Think Twice at a special screening where Keegan Michael Key and Mike Mike Birbiglia were there. Nice for a Q and A. So that was cool. Um, that comes out August fifth. Uh, I saw Star Trek Beyond. And I saw Hunt for the Wilder People, which is a Taika Waititi movie. He did What We Do in the Shadows a couple oh, years oh, yeah, ago. Yeah. yeah, it was very good. So hopefully we can talk about that soon. Yeah, nice. I'll catch up on. I, I want to see Star Trek for sure. I, I want to see BFG, good or bad. I want to see it. Um, and then yeah, those other movies. There's yeah. a, I'm so I feel like so disconnected. I've been so busy. But um, how was your shows? Well, if this goes out tomorrow, we have one final weekend this weekend. Oh, I didn't know that. Friday and Saturday at 8 p.m. Uh, with Extra Onions, it's called. It's playing mm-hmm. at the Planet Ant Theater, the final two shows. Last weekend went well. Uh, the first night was a little better, but the second night just didn't have as many people in the audience. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it just, you know. Harder to feed off. Yeah, yeah. it's harder to uh, gauge a better reaction well that's awesome there's nothing more exciting than yeah. live performances so. yeah it, it great. ate so, up a so, lot of my schedule so right 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 which is why you know we've been absent but we're back we're back in action um back in black dude, i was listening to i just because colin and i went to this david bowie thing at the uh oh that's right yeah. the dso the uh meadowbrook the show which is awesome the mm-hmm. the dso and, and a, a band did all of the music of david bowie i just say that because i just i just on my way here i listened to black star for the first time oh it's, mm, it is fantastic. so incredible yeah. it is like absolutely incredible and like even more sad obviously that like he died and i feel like it's been like a i listened to it and i'm like oh like because it, there's, it's a lot of death stuff in there mm-hmm. and i just kind of feel like that's all of 2016 like celebrities and artists like <laughs> i just yeah, feel like it's been like the a- album anthem for this year in a way i don't know yeah in a sad way i'm i was talking to my roommate after after the show at the bar and we were surprised that they didn't do anything off of i wonder if they um, just didn't it doesn't have time to prepare to learn all those i mean and, and yeah. they're complicated or songs they are like, and i'm probably i mean i bet a lot a lot of people in the didn't know didn't it, want yeah. to but it just seemed appropriate you know if you're honoring someone to honor them with their most their last reason yeah, their most bad. recent work especially when the work is so profound and so um you know i think now very important to the bowie story right yeah it's an incredible album i, I, st- I still haven't listened to it i think i've been like putting it off because i'm afraid to listen to it knowing what it's about it's sad it's absolutely yeah. sad <laughs> yeah. but speaking of sad this year continues to to roll on with uh celebrity uh, losses 
and and not just I know I'm a celebrity, but artistic losses. Uh, last week, uh, as we get into, let's get into our movie headlines and, and TV headlines, because um, this guy did both. Gary Marshall, Gary. Uh, creator of TV shows such as Happy Days and uh, uh, the, all the spinoffs that came with Happy Days, <laughs> but you know, also film director, uh, most notably probably for Pretty Woman. Mm-hmm. But uh, he did he did a ton. He did he all did the holiday movies like Valentine's yeah. Day, and, New and, Year's you know, Day. And I think it's easy to mock it, New you know. Eve. But the guy just kept making movies. I mean, he was 81 when he died this week, and he was still ma- he made one last year. I mean, it's crazy. And, mm-hmm. um, I was I'm a huge fan of Happy Days. I've always been a huge fan of Happy Days. Um, and I just uh, I don't know. It kind of really hurt me in a way. Like I didn't think like I because this is someone who's old and you don't think about it. You know, a lot of people are like Gary Marshall's still alive. Yeah. But like I don't know. It's 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 amazing. And I say we can mock the the silly holiday movies and stuff. But from what I hear. His sets were always pleasant and fun, and he treated everyone with respect, which is something that you don't always get on film sets, especially from directors. Um, so, and, and you can tell that from like the people that were on like Happy Days and shows that he created that like went on to do awesome things, like Ron Howard mm-hmm. and um, Penny Marshall. Right. Yeah. I've never heard a bad thing about him. I literally, and I, and I know people that have worked with them, and they they had nothing but but good things to say about it too. So. Did you guys you guys watch Happy Days at all? The Nick and Knight uh, fad? Or mm-hmm. there I have, but I don't remember like any specifics besides you know pop culture references, icons like and references. Jumping the shark, yeah. and the jumping the shark, and, the fonts, right. hitting the pinball machine. Yeah, yeah, right. Jukebox. That was that it. Well, anything. Well, he would. Hit, yeah, that's <laughs> true. He would hit anything. Uh, he, would he was it. the coolest. <laughs> I made a soppy status about it, but the cool thing about that show was how silly it was, and it kind of, I think this made the formula for, like, sitcoms to follow after, but also how, like, overarching in a series, because you came to know the characters, it became emotional. So when something happened to these characters you got to know every week, you really, like, felt for them, rather than just, like, the silliness of, like, I Love Lucy and things that came before that. Mm. Um, did you guys, Pretty Woman, did you guys... Uh, I I don't know. I got. I feel like I should rewatch it because everyone loves it. Yeah. I haven't seen it since I watched it on TBS in middle school or something. You know. Oh. Yeah. Big mistake. Is, Huge. It, is, it, is it like? Is it like good? Is it like a good movie or is it just like a? <laughs> no, it's it's. I I really like it. I mean, I wouldn't say it's like great, but it, I mean, Charming. it's Julia Roberts and I love her. <laughs> I remember uh, back when I was like seventeen, we were I was in LA on vacation and we did like one of those really you know, weird and shitty like bus tours around Hollywood. Yeah. And this guy was like obsessed with pretty woman locations. And that was like <laughs> not that was like not in the brochure at all. He was just like and right there is where Julia Roberts was on the fire escape or whatever. I'm like That was actually me. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Wow. In disguise. <laughs> it was pretty good. That's funny. Well, it just shows you the effect yeah. that uh, Gary Marshall And has, there's so. Richard Gere's house. <laughs> <laughs> okay. People love the movie, man. I think it's something too that we don't understand. Like, I feel like if you were in the dating scene, and then when that movie came out, like that was like a huge hit. You know, like people would mm-hmm. go out and see that yeah. movie, and then rent it on VHS, and then watch it and worship it, and right. you know, pray at the altar of yes, Julia, right? As we have so great career, Gary Marshall. Speaking of VHS, you guys, this is a side note. You hear that the the last VHS player is being made right now, and there will never be like the company. Yeah, that, so. The only company that still makes them is discontinuing them. You Hipsters guys, are crying you guys everywhere. Pour one out? <laughs> nope, I don't remember the last time I touched a VHS besides in like a Goodwill, and they were all Steven Seagal ones. Just I like, I uh, I don't know. I think I'm surprised that they're still in. Like why? There must be a I market. Like, well, it's, I, think it's an, I think it's an Asian company, and I think in foreign markets, that's still a thing. Like, you, you can still buy things on VHS and watch them. I don't know. I do get a kick out of watching, like, you know, I wouldn't go out and, and buy, like, Ocean's Eleven on VHS, but, like, movies that, like, I watched, like, I think it's fun to go back and watch Return of the Jedi on VHS because that's the way I watched it as a kid. Mm. Shitty and cropped and grainy. <laughs> and, like, I don't, there's, like, a... I have a VHS copy of Star Wars from 1982, and it is like scotch tape. Like it is, it's the worst quality. But like, I get a nostalgic, joking kick out of mm-hmm. watching it. Yeah. No, I don't. Like, I, wanna, like, I'm never gonna be like, this is the definitive version of Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> like, go out and buy a new VHS no, player. No, <laughs> no, I would never do that. Yeah. But I guess you know, if you have home videos from that are only on 
tapes or like tape converters. Maybe it's a process to get that transferred over to DVD, like to take yeah, a VHS yeah, no, yeah. and get it over to DVD. Yeah. It's not easy. Yeah. So, but Mitch will do it for twenty bucks. Now. Nope. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> nope. Real news for things that are still made. Um, Colin, the the Emmy Awards nominations are out. Is that is that yeah. true? This always catches me by surprise every year. Well, because it's at a really weird time. Because yeah. you know you do all the award shows like at that one point, and then yeah. But the Emmys, when, but when do they actually happen? September. So that that always throws me off. Yeah, it's the yeah. primetime Emmys. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I guess that makes sense because most there's not a lot of the way it used to be. Right, there wasn't a lot of TV during the summer. Well, like new programs. Yeah. Yeah. Now it doesn't yeah. matter. But back in the day, that's how it was. It's like the the TV season is <laughs> over, and then the new season's starting up. Right. In the right. fall, you know. Right. So. Yeah. So what do we got on the on the? Um, leading the pack uh, is People vs. O.J. Simpson with thirteen nominations. Yes. Mm-hmm. The miniseries uh, TV movie. Uh, the top drama is Game of Thrones with nine nomination and the top comedy is veep with 10 nominations hbo cleaning up so no surprises like at all there right um i mean is the people no, oj simpson getting critically acclaimed before that yeah i thought i mean so. i loved it yeah. I, i've touted its amazingness on here before but you're saying that like that was people bet on that basically yeah i think so and especially yeah. in since it's not competing with shows like thrones or um Americans that got a lot of love right, this year, right. um, since it's its own in its own real category that is dominated by things like American Horror Hotel, and uh, now this. Right. Um, but um, other big um, surprises or snubs, um, girls, uh, perennial nominee typically um, shut out this season. Orange is the New Black, um, which won. I forget if it was, it definitely won the Golden Globe, but I think it won the Emmy. Maybe, no, it didn't win the Emmy last year. But um, Uzo Aduba, who won the Emmy, I know that. Yeah. Was she it nominated? Was yeah. Um, American Horror Story, not really a snub, but it only got eight uh, nominations this year when last year it got 19. Wow. So it's That's a crazy. little bit of a drop off. Modern Family, um, I think. Got the least amount of nominations it's ever received. Well, that's good. <laughs> yeah. Not that I don't like that show, but Jesus, after it's after a while, it's tired. Yeah, yeah. I mean, after a while, it's time to just hang up the shoes. <laughs> that's that's the saying. <laughs> <That's that>. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, and Christian Slater, um, who won the Golden Globe for Mr. Robot, not nominated. Um, this was some of the, as well as The Daily Show not being nominated. Colbert. Uh, Late Night with Stephen Colbert not nominated. Samantha Bee not nominated. Um, what is being like? Is that a, is that a cat like like is that like a, a talk show? Is that yeah, it's like variety. variety show? Variety. So what? I wonder what would I mean? Jimmy Fallon, Jimmy Fallon, Corden, Kimmel, James Corden, James Corden is uh, John Oliver. And the surprise for me was comedians in cars getting coffee. Being that in, which is I love. Awesome yeah, that that that's got interesting. that is very yeah. interesting. Yeah. That's cool. It's not even on TV, yeah. is it? That's interesting. Crackle, I think. Yeah, Crackle. Yeah, it's still on, it's yeah, on Crackle. Still on Crackle. Um, Damn, that's cool. And like I said, another surprise: Americans getting nominated. Uh, finally, after four or five seasons, getting nominated for things. Uh, Aziz Ansari for getting nominated for comedic actor for Masters. Really, of I haven't watched that yet. That's great. And uh, Thomas Middleditch was my other surprise nomination for Silicon Valley. Uh, he's getting he's nominated for that. Which which one does he play? He's the Richard, the main one. Oh, he's Richard. Yeah. Oh, cool. He's great. Yeah, he is good. Yeah, very funny. I w- I want his career to go beyond uh, Tina Fey credit card commercials and, <laughs> and uh, Silicon Valley. <laughs> he's in the he's in the Smirnoff commercial too. So. That's a step up. Is he the lead in that one? Or is he- <laughs> no, I think he shares it with um, the other guy from Silicon Valley. Oh, okay, okay. He's just some guy working checkout <laughs> at a grocery store. I would be nominated actor. Yeah. <laughs> I like I like how in that that how like Tina Fey is it's like she's just discovered that she can eat food. Like, oh I'm just buying I like chips. The way she's acting. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, like, okay, you crazy lady. <laughs> celebrities grocery shop. Celebrities do it too. <laughs> yeah, right. Um Well that I mean so you guys you watch a majority of these shows? I mean you do you have a, a like a a wide opinion of what should be nominated? Uh, no, but generally shows that I watch get nominated. 
Because you have um, great taste. Uh, that's what I think. <laughs> of course. Um, of course, there's things like like Mr. Robot, which did get nominated for like drama series and everything. Um, I still haven't watched that. And Christian Slater not being nominated, which is like disappointing to me. But you know, Mr. Robot still got a lot of love in a lot of other categories. Um, and you usually that's like a second season show. It just started its second. So season. So you usually build like the later you get in your right. Typically, you, like. Right, like Veep wasn't getting nominated its first season, was it? I think it was. Oh, okay. Yeah. She was, at least. She's at four in a row right now, right? Yeah, nice. Yeah. So if she wins she again. She deserves every bit of that. If she wins again, it'll be five. I think that'll be a record. It's that's. I hate when that happens, though. I think it's uh, so stupid. But I think she's, she's, so, good, she's so good in it. Yeah. But, like, come on. Yeah. It'd it's be, like, it's like someone's mean, winning the Oscar every year. Like, yeah. It'd be stupid. Yeah, like, I love Alec Baldwin, and, you know, he won all the fucking time for 30, for 30 rock, rock and right. he's great in 30 rock like don't get me wrong but like there's other you know shows that have really great comedic or dramatic performances that you know should get recognized recognized right right <laughs> it's just an emmy <laughs> yeah <laughs> well that's that, that's exciting I'm, I'm glad for the people versus jojo simpson because i thought that that shows that shows incredible i thought that was a great production i mean the val the production value is insane on that show um, FX is, you know, yeah. FX yeah, has the good. movies. They do have the movies. <laughs> <laughs> they now have their own TV shows, though, which, yeah. is, which is interesting. I love yeah. Archer. That was, I think, that was nominated I, yeah. for best animated mm-hmm. program. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I gotta catch up on that because I do love that show as well. Cool. Oh. And anyone you're rooting for in particular, any either of you, anything that I'm all about the people versus O.J. Simpson. Do you guys have any stake in this? I don't think Thrones has won an Emmy for a drama series, um, so yeah. I'd like to see that happen. That would be cool. I think yeah. they they broke new ground this season for sure with yeah. the like scale that they were able to accomplish. Um, I think for directing the uh, Battle of the Bastards episode is nominated for what's his name Janos. Convin- right, rightfully so. It's yeah, just the guy who directed great. it, it yeah. he deserves it for sure for putting that battle on screen mm-hmm. on TV is amazing. Um, so I'd like to see that win some awards. I'm still always confused when Amelia Clark is nominated. Was she nominated this year again? I think. I think she was. Yes. I, I don't get it. <laughs> I mean, she's she she works fine as her character, but like she, for the longest time, was it's, just like yell talking. Yeah. And, uh, and name know. proclamation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I am Dolores. Blah, blah, blah. Yell talking. Breaker of storms. I know. I'm. <laughs> I just uh, amalgamated like seven different words there. Uh, Kit Harrington, Jon Snow, got nominated this year, which was... He did? Yeah. Oh. At least I think he did, if I'm remembering it correctly. I don't know. I don't have it in front of me. Peter Dinklage is usually the only one who's nominated. Yeah. In the male side. Yeah. I'd like to see so. Nikolai Coster-Waldo get nominated for Jamie Lannister. I love... Mm-hmm. He's my favorite character. Who'd have thought people would be saying that after the first season? I was saying it after the second season. So, psh. Mitch had a Lannister on vinyl. What? <laughs> oh, it's a hipster joke. I gotcha. Um, I liked him before he was revealed to be a child hey, killer. Hey, 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 spoilers. <laughs> I haven't seen it ever. Um, well, that, with it. That is a, that's that's good. We got a uh, a good batch of TV. But TV's good. TV's TV is good. Like age. not going down at all. And it used to be like people were saying we might have said this on the show too, but you know it's been so long I can't remember. You know, TV is like the writing writers medium, and I still think it is. It's really becoming a director's medium now too. Mm-hmm. I think. Um, with shows taking a lot more artistic liberties now. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. Well, I mean, I get to this in my in my like, video or my on demand recommendations, yeah. but I finished Stranger Things last night, and well, fine. No, we can both do it. Yeah. Um, yeah, we could do it. Honestly, we do a goddamn podcast on that show. But I, I, that. I could be wrong. I think there's a different director every episode. If not, it's it's spread out. There's different writers also every episode, and you can tell in a great way. Like there's a different feel to a lot of episodes. Yeah. So I cool. it's definitely yeah. It's like an Auteur theory, because you, you, you're right. Cool. It's usually like the the supervising director is the real director, and they mm-hmm. just have people just to say action, basically. Yep. That, right. That's what they used to say. But now it's like, yeah, you really do take the helm of a small movie. Mm-hmm. So, uh, like Breaking Bad did that really well. Ryan Johnson, yeah, Ryan he, Johnson. he directed yeah, 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 that, yeah. Um, like arguably the best episode. Mm-hmm. The, 
no spoilers. But. Yeah, I mean, uh, <laughs> Flash just brought on Kevin Smith to direct an episode. Oh, people interesting. Were, people were like, I haven't seen it yet, but people were like, this is way different and like one of the best episodes of The Flash ever. It's hmm. like, whoa. Cool. It does, does make a difference to bring a director on. So, yeah, absolutely. It's, it's actually fascinating. Um, are movies getting better? This, this debatable, debatable, maybe, but uh, there's a lot to look forward to, and uh, this is the season of Comic Con, and and I think more than any year ever, like last Saturday in Comic Con, just showered with trailers, just a million trailers came out, like I, uh, Doctor Strange trailer, Justice League trailer, Wonder Woman, King Kong, the new King Kong movie, a new King Arthur movie, a new Blair Witch movie that no one knew was happening. Yeah, it was called the like Woods. They, they were. Ooh. Did you know this? No, you didn't know this. No. Yeah, they they like secret, they like secretly named it, and they they no one was talking about it. It didn't really. If it did leak, no one thought it was real, and all of a sudden it's like this is a Blair Witch sequel. Yeah, it was called The Woods for the longest time, and then they were like, hey, guess what? This is Blair Witch. Right. We got a Fantastic Beast trailer. We got a new Luke Cage trailer. Like the the he was the character in Jessica Jones who was getting his own show. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sherlock, I don't watch, but there's a new one of that. A new Suicide Squad trailer that comes out in a couple of weeks. So Comic Con, you know, is just obviously and like we don't have to say this a million times, but comic book movies are the biggest thing in movies right now. So it would make sense that Comic Con is now the biggest like mm-hmm. marketing day for movies in general. Even things like like King Kong, which is not a comic book movie, but uh, it's, know, a it's, it's, a, it's a fan movie. It's a fan movie. Which yeah, the well, nerds well, have well, taken over. Am we'll I right? But so there's a million trailers. Um, we wa- we watched a few before. Colin, you you haven't seen a lot of them, right? Very true. But we true. did we we did watch Wonder Woman. We watched the Justice League trailer. It's not a clip. They they like they like this is just a couple Footage. shots. Yeah. It's a full on trailer, which is really surprising. I mean, they're sh- they're like halfway through shooting that. I mean, it's like you know they started this year, so mm-hmm. I don't know. That's pretty impressive of them to put that together and important for them to put it together considering the backlash of Batman vs. Superman. Um, what, we, and we watched the new King Kong, Kong Skull Island trailer mm-hmm. before. Um, yeah, out of those th- three, I mean, I thought they all looked great. I'm excited for all of them. Uh, the Kong trailer blew me away. I, You told me there's a new King Kong movie coming out and I knew this was coming out. I was like, whatever. I don't really care to see that. Like, I'm not... Yeah. They do they do one every ten years and I don't ever watch them. I liked I, I mean, like the Peter Jackson yeah, one, but it's it a little long. Like, but yeah, yeah, I like that one. And but I this, remember this I, looks just different, doesn't it? Yeah, I remember about a year ago they were they were like there was like trouble on the set for this or something like that. Like there was controversy for something and I don't remember what it was, but there were hiccups in the production. So people were like, oh boy, why are they doing this? But right, right. Legendary is setting themselves up to make a monster, a Godzilla vs. Kong movie. Yes, right. That's, uh, that's coming. Uh, whether they have announced it or not, it's coming. Mm-hmm. Um, this looks awesome. It is a really well-made trailer. The music, yeah. the shot selection. The just the Yeah, the cinematography, the way it's shot, same thing. Uh, <laughs> Brie Larson, Tom Hiddleston, Sam Jackson, John Goodman, Mark Evan Jackson... <laughs> You can't go wrong with Tom. You can't go wrong with this cast. Like, yeah, these are John C. Riley's in this movie. He's in everything. Yeah, <laughs> but it looks awesome. It's set in the seventies. Yeah, it looks what, great. What did you think? I was confused by it. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a really well put together tra- trailer. Yeah, and it does look. There were some shots I thought that looked really pretty, but it looked very like militaristic and like helicopters, like. Almost like a Vietnam. It looks like a Vietnam. Feel feel. Oh, it, does, it. it does look like a Vietnam. So movie. I, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. I didn't get really get fantasy from it. I got more terror. Yeah, I got more war from it. Right, but I will. I mean, I think that it just it looks different than like a monster movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's yeah. why I like because I didn't bright, which was it was kind of yeah it was bright actually it was yeah very orange yeah. <laughs> So I'm I'm pumped for that. We we uh we saw the Wonder Woman trailer. Um, that looks cool. Cool. I think. I, yeah, what I liked most about that trailer was seeing kind of like the was it the 40s? No, no, that it's, was it's, the it's World War One. Yeah, World War it's one. like a World War One movie. Yeah. I know history. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but like it kind of like got like I got that World War feel to it, but I also got almost like. Grecian to it as well. Yeah. So I thought it was like a cool mixture between dark of war and the light of the 
like Grecian style. Right. It's got this like it's got this like three hundred feel to it yeah. in mm-hmm. a way, which is yeah. kind of cool. I like the juxtaposition of her bright colors and her armor with like the awful gray and brown of World War One. Right. That was yeah, cool. It was and cool. And seeing the lasso. The lasso looks awesome. Yeah. Oh man. Looks like a fucking lightsaber whip. <laughs> Sweet. The, lasso the action in, the action in this trailer looks amazing. It does. Like when yeah. she's like can't see me but doing the shit and throwing a shield. Sliding around the shield yeah, and awesome. stuff. Yeah. Because what they're doing, you know, you asked, why are they doing this one? Like, why does she get her own movie? Yeah. The Justice League movie. And the answer is obvious. They have what Marvel doesn't have, which is a female superhero that's as recognizable as any male superhero. Um, and they want to use that right away. Yeah. And I hope they just, you know, they, they do it. I hope it's good. Like, I hope it's, I don't know. They, they have a shot here to, like, really make a difference. Right. So I hope they do. Yeah. I just don't like that she's bound to now the world that's already been created for her to inhabit right i agree no i know but the, that, be, that being said the darkness of dc yeah and that being said we saw the justice league trailer i mean did that give you more confidence of this world that wonder woman's gonna be in or less or the same no no confidence at all. but like is it worse were you like this looks even shittier than the last one yeah really yeah i, I do think so it looked well I get it since, well, I, I, I didn't know that they were only like halfway th- filming, but there's literally just all, all interiors it didn't get me really excited for, for anything. It looks dark <laughs> and uh, there's a lot of weird humor injected in there. Yeah. It didn't seem to fit. And like, <laughs> <laughs> wait a second. Wait. Well, wait, it's wait, just wait. not good humor is yeah, my point. Like, like but, Batman shouldn't be delivering lines like that. It's so and, Dry, I agree. I agree. not not like dry in a good yeah. way, but like dry isn't like emotionless. Hearing hearing Batman say like I'm putting together a team of people with special skills, I'm like, what? What are? <laughs> Batman Aren't you would, a recluse? <laughs> yeah, why would Batman do that? I agree. Yes, I agree. But I, Ezra Miller is, you know, I, I've been the one that's been like, you know, uh, Grant Gustin should be the Flash in both the movie and the TV show, blah blah blah. But I, I, Ezra Miller looks like he's a good fit for that role. I like he's playing like the loner, yeah. loser Flash, which is kind of cool and different. And mm. yeah. I would have liked to see more of Cyborg because I don't know nothing about that character. Jax from Mortal Kombat is that that? Is that? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Really no, uh, yeah, no, not a lot of people I know about. I barely Cyborg. even remember Cyborg from the. Um, Justice League. The Justice League yeah, cartoon. Right. No, he, he's barely, I mean, you think Martian Manhunter and, of course, Green Lantern, which everyone is surprised they're Eat not yourself doing. Bring him in. Yeah, they won't <laughs> do it. Well, they, I think they're afraid of that property right now. <laughs> yeah. The last one was just, just bomb. So, so well, worse for you. Looks, looks, this is like a worse confidence for, for Colin. Yeah. Uh, Mitch? <laughs> it's like a little higher because it, it seems to have a different look on it. Like, mm-hmm. they're like, oh, let's not. You know, let's do scenes instead of moments. <laughs> you know, so <laughs> I saw a really good video on that uh, recently. That, that Batman vs Superman is all moments, no scenes. Like little trailers, yeah, yeah. little trailers yeah, what, mixed yeah. in. Um, so it seems like there's actually a little bit of uh, thought put into it, but I don't know yet. Yeah, my my confidence is up. I, I think. I mean, simply, I think like Ezra Miller. I think is going to bring a lot to it. You can tell. Yeah. And uh, I like this the action where he throws the battering and the super slow motion. Like they did Quicksilver and mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. well, really both X Men and Avengers. Um, so I, I, got, I, I do I'm like excited. the effects. I'm intrigued. I'm very intrigued. I do like the effects with the Flash. Yeah, with it looks the cool. lightning that yeah. like changing time yeah. and space. Yeah. I don't. Know, it just. I, and what's confused me too, I and is in this. I don't know. I'm like I'm kind of torn between it because this is what I don't like about Marvel, how everyone has their own movie. But at the same time, here I'm just like, well, no one has their own movie. Right. He's, not, he's like, I don't even know these characters. Yeah, yeah they're all right. together in a movie. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. It's, now they're yes, all. It's, it's now very, it's now a very. It's like we're gonna have one movie where you have to juggle all these things. Yeah, very strange right. decision. Um, did you did you see any other trailers? That yeah. You, you were, into just or? quick little bits. Uh, I saw a Doctor Strange trailer. It's that looks awesome. really cool. Uh, very trippy. Like, like nothing a Marvel movie has ever been before. Yeah, I, I'm, except maybe Ant Man at certain points. Yeah, but this is like completely different. Inception Matrix trippy. Like, yeah, very cool. Yeah. Uh, the Guy Ritchie King Arthur trailer was weird as hell. <sighs> There's Warner Brothers at it again, being like, <laughs> Tarzan worked right, Pan worked right. 
Does anyone make it a King Arthur movie? Let's make a King Arthur movie. <laughs> Guy Ritchie, get in here. Inject some of your cockney humor into this. <laughs> so weird. Yeah, that was. Yeah. I think that was it. There was like a train spotting two teaser. Yeah, did anyone see that? I heard about that. It was just them like a train going by and like you kind of see through the windows people standing and so then, this is danny boyle yep right? and the whole the cast is the back, whole cast right? yep Sweet. yeah it'll be interesting we'll see yeah they like have kids and stuff they're just like ah i'm not about that life anymore <laughs> really <laughs> no i don't know oh <laughs> <laughs> the teaser is just like, them that would standing be a very interesting take. Music, like uh iggy pop playing i believe nice you don't say a sequel you don't say no Danny Boyle is making a sequel Danny Boyle He should have done 28 weeks later Yeah More 29 weeks later 28 months later Um, Is that ever coming? I liked both of those movies 28 days later is awesome Oh I've never seen it I'm just And I like 28 weeks later I almost I'm making a a joke on the title I've never seen it I heard it's great That changed uh, It's a zombie thing right? Yeah it's like the first like yeah, it was it was like that time. and and the the Dawn of the Dead remake that like Zack Snyder everyone was like let's make zombie movies again mm-hmm. yeah, yeah so. and Shaun of the Dead um, mm. zombies are in vampires were in for a little bit so yes. hot right now <laughs> ghosts ghosts are out <laughs> ghosts are out well let's get let's let's get to the 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 juxtaver show today the uh, the centerpiece. Uh, our discussion on the Ghostbusters remake. This is a flat-out remake of Ghostbusters starring Kristen Wiig, uh, uh, Melissa McCarthy. Melissa? Yeah, yeah. is it really a remake? I don't well, know. we'll, we'll talk it. about it then. We'll I think it. it is. And, okay. um, so, But as everyone knows, this is the female remake, reboot, sequel, whatever you want to call it, of the, of the 1980s Ghostbusters films. Um, and there was a lot, we, we don't need to talk about it, but the, the narrative here is that there was a lot of backlash on the internet from people that are sad and lonely and were complaining about females taking over male roles in a franchise film. And uh, after all the hoopla and after the terrible trailers that came out, it was released uh, last week, a few weeks two ago. weeks ago, two I don't know, ago. I'm a little late, but we saw it and we're here to discuss it. Um, quick uh colin let's go were you a fan of the original ghostbusters well have you seen it recently what tell us about your background here i've seen the original ghostbusters once and the, it's the all right one, the first one not the second one and no, it's all right. never seen the second no nope. great mitch quick i feel like i've seen the second one more than i've seen I, the I first too. one yes, it's, I, I think too. it was on comedy central all the time a lot. On comedy yeah central, it's a, yeah. not a good movie uh but i've seen the first one a few times i have a hard time remembering it i wanted to watch it but just See, this is in, this is interesting. I mean, and I'll be, and I love all those guys in the movie. And I love '80s comedies. I've seen the first Ghostbusters all the way through, maybe once. I mean, I know it well because it's of pop culture, and I have seen there again the second one a million times in Comedy Central. Um, I always found that it's it's a specific thing in a specific time and place, and it worked well there. If you brought that idea to the table today, everyone would laugh you out of the room, and it, it, for good reason. I mean, I think honestly, <laughs> movies even like Back to the Future is a is a movie that like just wouldn't work well today. That works well in 1985. Um, so nothing against Ghostbusters. But I think it has a lot to say with what I think about this movie. And let's go around and talk about. It. Let's go around the other way. Mitch, what were your initial thoughts on the Ghostbusters film that we saw this week? Um. Right, directed by Paul Feig, by the way. Yeah, Paul Feig, Michigan uh, native. Michigan native uh, did the Heat and uh, Spy. We did Spy, Spy last year, with, and we love, we all love that movie. Yeah, right? God, yeah. Creator of Freaks and Geeks. Yeah. Um, I the most disappointing thing about this movie is its cast is so underutilized, and I think the the script is so poorly written and structured that our cast has nothing to do. There are moments in this movie where you're like, that could have been way funnier if it was just different somehow. <laughs> I don't know how, but it could have been way Maybe funnier. If it wasn't a Ghostbusters. And there were a few moments where I laughed out loud, but mostly I was just kind of bored by it. Just not, you know, not really reacting. I liked the effects for the most part. There were some cool moments, um, but then there was just a lot of really dumb moments. And I think the worst part about this is it validates all the misogynists. Well, it doesn't. It doesn't. Validate. <laughs> it validates their opinion. Like, well, they're they're gonna believe it no matter what. And now they can say, "Look at it, it they're gonna, sucked." They're gonna think it because of women. Yeah, but that's. Not, oh, you're right. Not validates because it's not. It didn't suck because of women. It, it sucked because, because of women. the script was terrible. Right. 
Yeah. Mitch, or Colin, your thoughts. Me. Sorry, the heat's getting to me. <laughs> not, not the Paul Feig movie. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, Mitch, I, I totally agree. My very first note is felt forced and scripted and not, uh, it didn't feel improvised or free or fun. It seems yeah. so structured, right. so serious. Poorly structured. That, like, you get, and you, you, I th- I was trying to champion this movie, I feel like, a lot. Like, I'll, whenever we the trailer came out, when it was announced, we we announced it here on the on the show. I was like, I'm all for this. I'm all for for that. I was like, the trailer doesn't look great, but you know what? I want these women are going to kick it out of the park. Can't screw it up. Yeah, I was exactly. the same. I was the same. Yeah. So I wanted this to work so bad, and oh my god, I was just so bored in this movie. It I laughed maybe twice. I, it's not funny. It's think, a chore to watch. To be honest, I thought Chris Hemsworth had the funniest movie. This is I, that was my honestly. I wrote this down. I said the, the thing that sucks most about this is that Chris Hemsworth is the funniest thing in this movie, and and the, for the female Ghostbusters movie to come out and him be the funniest part, and he's not clearly not the clearly not the funniest actor in the in the movie either. Right? He's not a comedic actor. Oh. I mean, he's funny, but he's not. That's not what he does. Just. Very disappointing. I'm with you guys, and uh, you know I am the you know, I I like to be the defender of films, and this was I just I don't know I, and I I it, it hit me hard the the next morning where I was like, damn it, I wanted that to be good, <laughs> I really wanted that to be good, and I like you guys said, I mean the, what it comes down to is look, the script was terrible. I can live with a terrible script. I don't mind the terrible scripts. You know, I like I my one of my favorite a lot of my favorite movies are shitty scripts. That's fine. The effects were okay. That's I don't I they wasn't blown away by them. I thought it was a little jarring sometimes, but I can live with the bad effects. Character development is like not there, which I like, but I you know I can still live with that. I was in a packed room with the whole packed theater. No one laughed. Mm-hmm. It was just not funny. It and and you can it's comedies always have that in them where they can be a shitty movie but if you're laughing if they're getting you to laugh even if it's with fart jokes which there are in this movie that that's still a fun movie to go watch i was bored i've never i was like literally when all the ghosts come out at the end when they and then you you know they're gonna have a big fight i was like god damn it and that's that never happens to me those are my first thoughts yeah <laughs> Let's talk about let's talk about the characters and the character. Well, you know what? Let's let's get this out. Is it you say it's not a remake? Why do you say that? I mean, there are different aspects to it. I feel different. Um, I mean, different plot points. The plot points are there, but there's just different details of it. It's not a direct remake. Well, no, but like like Ocean's Eleven's a remake, right? But it's not at all like the other movie, right? Okay. I'm saying like as opposed to Star Wars 7, which is a sequel because the same characters are in it. So that's like a sequel. Like it continues one right. story. Um, this is not a sequel. And, and this is not like <laughs> oh, a re- – it's not no. a James Bond reboot where like they're just completely starting over with the same character. So it's not a reboot, right? You know what right. I mean? Right. James Bond's kind of a different story well, like, though. Like the but, Bourne movie that, that's kind of – Okay, yeah. yeah. The uh, But Bourne – that may be a reboot, but it's a sequel. This new one okay, coming okay, out. Okay, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'm almost tent want to call it a sequel because they're they make it a point and almost to a distracting point to incorporate characters from the first one. But they're, but they're not they're the, not same, the character. same characters, though. That's the thing. But we don't really know that. Like, well, they're why wouldn't they're like not? Cre- I think. Why wouldn't like maybe Dan Aykroyd's character decide to become a cabbie? Yeah, you they know, don't. He's seen too much. They don't reveal and his he ain't name. Ain't afraid of no ghosts, but you know he's. Well, yeah, he's I think a this distinction now. is important. Seeing the Harold Ramis statue somewhere, like he was a character that lived in this uh, world. So, Colin, you're right, but is it? It should that distinction should be made, right? Like well, they, sh- yeah. yeah Exactly. And I think that to me, I thought that I didn't see it that way. And I see you could see it that way. But I thought five minutes into this film that, um, oh, wow, this is just a completely new remake. And it doesn't have any connection to the older characters. And I said, oh, yeah. that's great because yes. we see that all the time. But then at the end of the movie, I went, maybe a passing of the torch could have helped some character development right. in this movie yeah. or something. I like, would have liked that. I would have liked if the original cast played their original characters and somehow and like we're pulled into yeah. it like but then t- then pass the torch like right a daughter of one or like studied under studied one. under would have been great mm-hmm. right? yeah. Yeah. but bill murray plays this like anti-ghost believer or whatever to a degree where you're like why is this even a character he's just like oh they're crazy and then he gets 
No. Which, like, it boggles my mind is why, unless, like, it their intention was that this was the same character and it got lost in the script somewhere, why would you cast Bill Murray as someone polar opposite of his role in the same titled movie? It just doesn't make sense to no, me. No, it's... Because like, yeah, you're immediately, yeah. like... Do you immediately recall the old movie then? And we're like, wait, what? <laughs> it's kind of like when Charlton Heston played an ape in the Planet of the Apes remake. Yeah. <laughs> you were like a little bit you're like, wait a second. <laughs> Very bizarre. Um, I, I also like right. Did you guys know right away that this when you were watching it, were you like, this is going to suck? Did you or is it? Did you? Yep. What was it for you? Do you ever like a moment? Because I do. Just the tone of that guy leading us through that house was like, I was like, nope. It was. Nope. It was the scene after that with Kristen Wiig in the uh, inner lecture hall talking to nobody. And uh, what's his name? Um, Charles Dance, I think. No, not no, Charles no, Dance. No, the, the, uh, the other guy, yeah, which I can't Ed remember. Ed Bagley Jr.? Yeah, Ed Bagley Jr. Uh, walks in and yeah. is like following her around and just like, right here, you say this. And it's just nothing is funny about it. Um and he's pestering her, and she's like, no, that wasn't me. And even the Charles Dance scene right after that, where she's looking at something on her computer, and she's, like, hiding the screen. And it's like, just eggs out of it. Yeah, it was, it was <laughs> so weird. What? Well, that, these are both very soon points in the movie where you yeah, guys like realize the third scene. Yep. But I, for me, it was in the middle of that, which was... Uh, uh, Silicon Valley guy is scared in his in his mansion, and the Ghostbusters theme starts, and it and it goes full Ghostbusters theme mm-hmm. for about ten seconds. Yep. And there's a title screen, and then it stops. It was <laughs> almost like French New Wave awkward, and and the whole movie was was like awkward after that. Like scenes happened that didn't make sense, and you're kind of like like Aaron. She gets fired from her job as a as and she wants to get tenure being a professor, and like. She literally just walks out and goes, you know what? Maybe I should be a Ghostbuster. There's like no motivation or anything that happens there that would make you think that, that that's an actual decision she's going to make. Yeah, but- and the whole 10 minutes of the movie before that, you don't even need it. There's a lot of really stupid like 90s humor in this. Like in that scene oh. where she's walking out with her... her uh, 90s humor. It's a thing, guys. Uh, she's walking out with her box of stuff and she's like... I wasn't fired. <laughs> wasn't me. Just yeah, moving yeah. my stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it's like... There could have, you could have done something way more clever with that, or just not had that scene at all. I almost want to say, and I don't. You can make a funny movie that's not R-rated, but I'm kind of curious what would this would be like if they just let those girls just have the fuck at that. Well, I think that's you know, when I say when I say about it, the Ghostbusters was a time and place. You talk about '90s humor. I mean. Humor has changed a lot since then. I mean, our expectations have changed since the mid '80s. So, yeah, I you're right. I mean, that's not what that's not a successful comedy today. Like you wouldn't. It's not as successful. Anything horror movies, you know, are horror movies that were once considered terrifying. Oh yeah, in the yeah, past, they're yeah. you know they're cheesy and cliche now. Right. Still great, you know, some of them. I still find The Exorcist horrifying. <laughs> I watch. Yeah, but you don't like scary movies. Much. No, I don't. No, but it is, that is still horrifying. But but you're saying is that the expectations have changed. Got to yeah. up the ante a little bit. Yeah. And this seems like they didn't even went farther down than yeah. with like the the quote unquote raciness of like the Ghostbusters because that movie you know they're it's a little immature and and you know pushing an envelope for the 80s and yeah I agree I think do you I mean you talk about like nothing seems improvised. Um, I think I agree. Yeah. But also. Did you, and and I did you get the impression that like for sure Kristen Wiig and Melissa McCarthy didn't want to be there? Yeah, yeah, they yep. did not look like, like they were having fun. Like Kate McKinnon's energy level is way up, and she's so into it. And she's then, trying, and, she, and she's trying. This is like her first big thing, right? Mm-hmm. Am I I'm right? She's on SNL, yeah. but mm-hmm. this is like a big role for her. Yeah. Um, and she and she's so high level and high energy that it's almost awkward yes. because no one else is taking it there. Right. Well, and that's I would, not on her. Yeah, I would argue that Leslie Jones was actually like also there. Like she played the most real character in the thing. Like she, she was consistent with her character, but she, yeah, she was, still but, didn't have the material to be funny. But enough. she wasn't funny. Like Kate yeah. McKinnon had the funny, funny things. Yeah. Like she danced funny yeah. and did like goofy stuff. Right. But yeah. But that was so. All that shit was weird when she's dancing and like. Went out because, way too long. Because no one else is doing it. Like yeah. No one is there with her. Yeah. And what, what do you do? You think that Kristen Wiig and Melissa McCarthy? I mean, we're speculating here, but do you think like 
You know what? I And I think I mentioned this. Um, Melissa McCarthy was recently on Howard Stern a few months ago. And she was promoting another movie that wasn't Ghostbusters that she had come out recently. I forget what it was. But, oh, it was The Boss. Oh, she yeah. Was promo- she was oh, yeah, promoting yeah, yeah, The Boss. Yeah. And Howard you know, asked about the Ghostbuster movies. And she just did not sound excited about it. And that's kind of the first inkling where I was like, uh oh, <laughs> she knows. Yeah, right. Because yeah. she, she like didn't say that she really liked it. She's like, I really like the girls, and that's about all like the positive like praise she had going for it. This was after the first trailer that was like, yes. what the yep. fuck are we watching? Yep. <laughs> um, yeah, and then oh, uh, I thought just after that whole thing of like, it was a mess. This is damage well, control. Like, yeah, it's mis- it's it's peep- it's sexists who <laughs> who are making this movie worse than it's gonna be. So they kind of latched onto that. Well, do you think? Do you think that? Um, did you guys get a Fantastic Four vibe from this film? Like, there's a whole other part of this movie that we didn't see. I kind of got that. Like, mm. like scenes were cut or things were changed around, and maybe that's a studio reaction. I'm I'm yeah I'm speculating, I but I don't know if I saw that. I just saw that like things were underwritten like they just weren't punched up like it needed a it, it felt like it needed an entire rewrite yeah yeah or or like maybe they tried to or like during it yeah. or something because i there was a two moments that like stood out to me there's the the first was where they go to the the mayor's office the mayor tells them you get you got to stop being ghostbusters and the look they're all bummed out there's in front of the mayor and they're all bummed out right and this is a pivotal scene in the movie. Like, holy shit, <laughs> right. you guys can't be Ghostbusters anymore. And then they walk outside, and they go back to their Chinese restaurant place, and all of a sudden, Kate McKinnon goes, hey, guys, look at all the shit I made. Let's try it out. And then they're just blowing shit up, and like yeah. nothing happened. It's like a very weird moment where like no one stood and said, oh, God, we can't be Ghostbusters anymore. Right. And there I don't know if there was a scene there that got cut out or what the deal is, but it was very... Yeah. There was a lot of weird stuff with that mayor. That wasn't, I felt like, wasn't even needed. That mayor stuff. Like, you can't be doing this anymore. And then, yeah, you're right. There were no stakes. Like, there was no, like, then they did it at the theater. And it was like, great job, but you can't be doing this anymore. It's like, what is happening? Like, Like, am I taking crazy pills? (laughs) I would love to see more. We were dealt with, like, a lot of exposition in the beginning about, Kate, um, excuse me, Kristen Wiig's character and Melissa McCarthy's character and how they wrote a book together. And that is it. There's like nothing else with their character. Well, they, uh, everyone made fun of, uh, Kristen Wiig's character for liking ghosts or for believing in ghosts. And Melissa McCarthy's character came to her aid. Right. But you don't see her like have a, and, and there's a moment in the movie that makes sense for this. Right. Which is like, they, for some reason, Kristen Wiig's character is she's reading a book in her room and everyone else is out fighting ghosts. It's like not explained. Like and then, do you know, you know what I'm talking about? Like they're all fighting the ghosts. Kristen Wiig's doing this stuff. She runs to the mayor. Yeah. And there's no like when she comes back, it's never like Aaron, you came. They're just You're like back. they're just yeah. like hi, come help with us. Let's go <laughs> yeah. do it. Like she didn't even leave. That should be a moment of like. Uh, I'm done Mel- with this Mel- group. No, Melissa, like, I realized that, like, I don't want to do anything else. This is what I was meant to do. Like, we should be friends and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But none of that happened either. It was just, like, things just happened. Yeah. Things just happened. God, they had no, white they... hair for no reason. There was, like, <laughs> yeah, Slimer was in this for some reason. so weird. <laughs> yeah. Um, what did you guys think of Bad Guy? Oh my fuck! <laughs> Are you kidding me? He he did have some really Ooh. weird lines, but like, which kind of made me go like, you know, like what a what a weird guy. But that was he's it. He's so weird. He's just so weird, man. He's just, he's crazy. Like the most forgettable, like half-assed plot of a bad guy. Like. <laughs> What was his even motivation? I don't even know. People picked on him, so I'm going to kill all humans. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Boo frickety who. Like. <laughs> yeah. Boo is right. Yeah, I'd, I've seen that guy in things before, and I remember him being funny. <laughs> but this is this was not a this good wasn't role. this was not it this was not a good role for where him. did where did you get where did you guys laugh? What was funny for you? I liked. In the, kind of in the beginning, I like there was a part where they meet Zach Woods' character across the street, and they're like, "I, 
um, Mr. Whatever. Ed Mulgrave. Ed Mulgrave. Ed Mulgrave. Ed Mulgrave contact. Ed Mulgrave's been dead for 40 years. <laughs> and then he's like, what? And then, like, the guy shows Ed Bagley up. Jr. shows up. He's like, no, this guy. He's like, oh, that's Ed Mulgrave Jr. Like, <laughs> that was a bad you, you knew that who, that's who I was talking about. Yeah, yeah that was a good part. That I was like funny. That. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, most of the stuff I laughed at were, like, those, like, kind of one-off, like, mm-hmm. like, moments like that or, like, the tail end of, like, you know, someone was, like, doing a dialogue back and forth that was, like, maybe the improvised line that yeah. right. snuck its way into the movie. Yeah. That, that was the funniest. Like, those the, were the funniest. Those were the best. I liked, there was nothing I, plot that I No, funny. nothing. No, none of that. It, and I think it was improvised. Like, I loved the line that was, like, uh, never compare me to the Jaws mayor. I have never compared <laughs> to the Jaws good... mayor. That was really funny. <laughs> that was good. I also liked when uh, Chris Hemsworth uh, scratched his eye through his glasses. <laughs> like everybody kind of noticed it started <laughs> laughing but then they didn't have to bring it up in the scene like that could have just they could have yes. just had them like react weird to it and kept going but they had to be like oh you don't like the lenses he's like uh i always had to clean them like, <laughs> like yeah okay that wasn't and then the, the, the joke where he's like oh it's so loud in here and he covers his eyes like, <laughs> yeah. that's funny and i laugh but that's like Mel Brooks spoof spectrum of funny, and this I didn't think was that movie. No. And that's the tone is all over the place of comedy. Like, I don't mm-hmm. know, Chris Hemsworth was, yeah, he was very funny. His character was goofy as hell. Yeah. Um, I like that. Did you guys see Vacation? And he had like a big funny role in that, apparently. I didn't see I that. did not see that. Not a lot of people did. Nope. Um, maybe that's his new thing. He's like, I'm tired of Thor. <laughs> Star Trek. He's going to be in the new Star Trek coming up. Oh, really? Time travel. Remember? He plays Kirk's dad. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Time travel. Time travel. Or many flashbacks. (laughs) 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 Um, I was confused by something. Yes, what were you? Actually, this whole whole movie is just a bunch of like, hey, remember this? Uh, I did like when they go to the, the firehouse for the first time and she's like, Oh, rent's twenty seven thousand a month and she's like, Fuck you <laughs> <laughs> Like that was pretty funny. Uh but the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man, the Slimer, the the car, the hearse, um I mean that's fine. But just a bunch of other stuff. Uh Dan Aykroyd's characters for some reason knows about stage five Spectre Five ghosts or whatever. But yeah. But if he is his character, why isn't Bill Murray his character, and why is exactly? Well, that's yeah. Ernie, why isn't Ernie Hudson his character? We I had somebody in the theater who was just so like pumped about every cameo that appeared on screen. They're just like clapping, like yes, yes, <laughs> like oh my god. <laughs> but that's that's just like that's why they make this movie. Yeah, like, people will go out and just yeah. they're in a movie. I see their face. Speaking of, it was just you, you count. Do you have something? I don't no, want to interrupt. I'm just reading over well i this is a 150 dollar 50 million dollar movie this is like a superhero oh budget like this is God. bigger than ant-man budget movie oh from what i can understand and, and imdb budgets are never actually real but it gives you a ballpark it's a this was a big movie yeah did it, did it look that big to you no the effects looked like i and i don't know if this was an aesthetic choice for the effects i, I know much you said you were fond of them i thought they were awful i i, I did too i like cheesy like bright contrast was crazy like like it didn't seem like it fit into the room that they were in i did like like, the beams though the way they they looked though like from the 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 packs yeah Yeah, yeah, those actually yeah you're right those were awesome or whatever those were cool on that i guess and the way they like there was a scene i know it's like a stupid slow-mo scene where kate mckinnon and them were like blasting them and stuff the the lighting was really cool in that but i didn't understand like they showed a high bird's eye view shots of the city in terror and the ghosts were green but then when they were on the street they were blue huh. i was like what that's confusing and i couldn't tell what the ghosts were at times like yeah, are they like yeah. revolutionary guys are they I didn't yeah it was yeah. but the mannequin creeped me out <laughs> the mannequin was that was good yeah that, that creeped good, me yeah. out but you guys uh, recommending this? No, 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 no. I'm not either. I want to stress that this I, 
this does not mean that that I, you would be and I don't think because it's not doing great at the box office and I don't think studios are naive enough to think this that this that, that a female comedy doesn't work because the heat worked the heat worked right. spy, spy worked. worked you think about the the, the, uh, the funniest legit comedies I don't mean like superhero movies I thought were funny the the, the comedies I've seen in the last couple of years that were the funniest were female lead whether it's train wreck or spy um it, they work. They do well. Yeah. You said they just this. This just I don't know. This movie should never been made. Ghostbusters is not like I said. It's a time and place thing. Leave it be. Right. But if it was going to be made, it should have been made differently. It should. I think it should have incorporated the original characters and with the passing of the torch thing. Right. Maybe even a different director. That's my the I don't fault any of really the performances. I mean, I think this is all writer, director, Paul Feig. And And I I put most of the blame on him. I do too. And probably Diopold, Kate Diopold. Yeah. And also I I think there's a lot of studio shit going on here. I I think that this is like, Hmm. there was a lot riding on this movie and I bet a lot went into decisions that probably were out of his hands and probably for sure out of the actress's hands. So, Mm -hmm. Who knows? Um, I just want to. There was, I know, a controversy with this um, after the trailer came out and everything. And, you know, I'm, I'm kind of on the fence about this con- controversy, but I'm like, I can see it, I cannot see it. I know there was an uproar that Leslie Jones' character was not an actual scientist and that she played off of stereotypes of a black woman in New York. And the only way that she got on the team was, you know, being like, <laughs> I don't even know. Yeah, yeah, like be knowing the <laughs> urban streets. Yeah, yeah. That, like that's why she got on. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, like, I can see some some to that, but I don't think that was like I, yeah. the movies. Like, I don't think it was malicious in any way. No, I don't either. No. I actually thought, like you said, I think she was actually not the funniest, but that wasn't there for her. But she was the most interesting character, I think, of the whole. Yeah, thing. she was and the I, most real character. Yeah, and I, I actually think. She really did the best job. She wasn't the funniest, but I think as like a mm-hmm. someone you could believe. Yeah, I yeah. believed her. Yeah, I I wasn't like no no that I don't believe that character. She's lying. Everything yeah. felt super real from her, which pisses you know it pisses me off. Like what she had to deal with on Twitter, yeah. it was awful. Uh, I don't really understand. I people are terrible, and like I said, this is going to just fuel. Like sexists and racists and misogynist like views on whether women should host should be like Star. starring in movies. Like no no no, it's all because of women's fault. It's like no, this is there's a lot more wrong with this movie than the. Mm-hmm. In fact, the the performances could have been better with a better script. It's it's not their fault. Clearly, because these are really fun. Like Kristen Wiig is like my favorite, yeah. right? Like, but comedic actor out there. Like, but the studio did such a strange, like marketing and publicity push after everything started hitting the fan. Like they had all of them appear on like Jimmy Kimmel or some show. I can't remember what it was. Um, you know that era was Fallon, and even like Bill Murray and uh, Dan Aykroyd and other people were also there. Like saying like this, these this cast is so good, and like everyone was just trying to like it's okay, guys, like just trying to puff it up so yeah, people would go see it, and it was weird. and it was just a weird dynamic of like they they saw that people were thinking that this that people were thinking this sucked only because it was women, not because they didn't want the movie, and they took that and bastardized it for like likes and page views. So it was like. Yep, everyone's a sexist. Yep, that's why. This movie's good. It's just everyone's a sexist. And then when it came out, people were like, no, it's not good. Um, so kind of shame on the studio, yeah, in my opinion. They exploited a controversy. They exploited a controversy that they could have ignored and because they fucked up in making a movie, not because it happened to star women. Right. True that. <sighs> True that. I'm sorry. I'm mad. <laughs> no, I, I, I 100% agree. <laughs> yeah. 
It's going to affect their career. It's, it is. And that sucks. And that's shitty. And it's dumb. And it's all stupid. Mm-hmm. It's all because everyone just wants to make goddamn remakes. That's really what it comes down to. It's like they, Sony doesn't want to make a goddamn new thing. They want to say, we have this property sitting around. We got to make it. Mm-hmm. And they did. And it sucked. Yeah. And people's people's lives are hurt. It's not ruined, but they're hurt because of it. Yeah. I mean, they'll be fine. Not, I don't mean fans. Yeah. I mean people that really put their blood, sweat, and tears right. into making a good movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, Kate McKinnon will be fine. She's amazing on they'll SNL. All, they'll all be fine. They'll all be fine. Melissa McCarthy will be fine. Everyone's going to be fine, but it still sucks. It's still a it's black a loud mark. majority of people yeah. on Twitter that suck ass. Yeah. Um, people suck? People suck. Oh, yeah. Suck. People are the worst. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I watched um, the RNC last week, so I do know that people are. <laughs> I would worst. welcome if you want to criticize us. I'd welcome the, the traffic. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Let's say something really. That's bad. that's good comedy for you. I let me think tell you. Trump is I'm the way man. to go. <laughs> Trump is the solution. There you go. The final we're, solution. We're going to have a thousand <laughs> more hits tomorrow. All right, let's wrap things up with our uh, video on demand recommendations of the week. I'm going to start because I already... No, I want to start. No, you guys go together. No, no, no I Colin, at least want to go, you, 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 go before you. All right, you go you, first. You have a bigger spiel on it than I do. Wait, why? Did you finish it? No, and I'll tell you why. Okay. Colin. <laughs> no, so my recommendation is Stranger Things, yeah. and uh, I just watched the first episode last night. So oh. I'm only one episode in. One episode. And I'm completely feeling everything about it. The music, the tone, the nostalgia of it i'm totally into it and i can't wait to see where it goes i'm in stranger things yeah right, because I, of the democratic national convention yeah! <laughs> <laughs> he didn't do that he, did you see that yeah i did uh well i want to watch it i want to watch stranger things because i loved super eight even though it had its problems uh and it seems like that so that's mm-hmm. my next thing to watch. Mm-hmm. Yes, I would yeah. say uh, I've, I've watched all eight episodes. Yes, only eight. And uh, I would I definitely recommend it. This is one of the best things I've watched in a long time in TV. And I, again, I don't watch a ton of TV, but I, this is great. Um, it is exactly everything I loved about um, uh, It Follows and everything I loved about Super 8, but has the clear and concise and interesting script and characters that I wanted from both of those movies. And... Uh, it is, it is, as a big, big fan of E.T., mm. this is the E.T., this is the fucked up E.T. movie you never saw in, a, in an eight-part uh, TV show. So, uh, I loved it, and I can't wait. And I'll, my last thing about this show is that even, like, Jessica Jones and Daredevil and these Netflix shows that I've watched before, like, it always seems like uh, there's three or four episodes I didn't need, and this, this show is not like that. Every mm. episode is great. And it's and it sums it up in the perfect amount of time. Tight package. Yes. Is each episode like fifty minutes long? Yeah, like forty to fifty minutes. Oh, long. perfect. Yeah, eight hour. Yeah, eight hours. Perfect. I'm gonna watch one at night because I don't want to watch it during. The I did day. that. I yeah. want to watch it at night. It's it gets not like scary, scary, but it does get it a little uneasy. I was not feeling that you know creature. The, the creatures in the very in the opening scene. Creatures. Spoilers. Creatures. That's this is opening scene. Yeah, I'll <laughs> be all right. That was scary. Yeah. Um, All right, Mitch, uh, you are not recommending Stranger Things? I'm not because I haven't watched it, but I'm recommending another original Netflix program because I love cartoons and I love BoJack Horseman. Keep hearing great things about it. Oh, my God. I I do, too. Mostly from Mitch on the podcast. (laughs) No, no. No, my my coworker loves it. Yeah. BoJack Horseman is probably one of the best written comedies on TV, in quotation, you know, TV. Uh, Hilarious heartbreaking there is an episode that is like art you know it's already art but you know it it extends the levels of like performance and visual and sound art um and the the season just by the end of it just tears your heart out Mm. and it's 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 amazing this is even super depressing more than usual yep more than usual but it's also super fucking funny um extremely smart and well written, and what the voice acting also is great. So you gotta watch it. Uh, anybody who keeps putting it off, like you're missing out. I know, I know. I know. Would you recommend starting from the beginning? Yes. Okay. Yes. It's a it's a continuous story. Gotcha. It's a satire of Hollywood. It's great. Stranger Things. 
Project Hostman, we are not sponsored by Netflix, Netflix but we do right? watch it. Um, well, that about does it here. Let's wrap it up because we are Schwitzen. I am dripping. <laughs> like, <laughs> in places that you don't There were literally want like drops on the but floor places, from sweat. But on places my legs. I can imagine. Um, this was the uh, this was the, the Woodward's film cast about Ghostbusters. Everyone, thanks for listening. Um, Colin, Mitch, we'll we'll see you next week. Uh, I'm Kale. Uh, you, you hit us up at Twitter at Woodward's DT or email us at uh, Woodward's Filmcast at Gmail And see with extra onions this weekend, Friday and Saturday, 8 p.m. at the Planet Ant. I worked on it and it was hard. Bye guys. Okay, bye. <laughs> Cheers. Maybe an air conditioning. This has been a WoodwardsDetroit.com production, your Detroit Avenue to alternative pop culture talk. Ghosts.